sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum, episode 88. Uh, and this episode we're talking about fall 2014 tv season and this is patrick riccardi oh yeah this is john elliott and we have a uh, returning guest vivian yeah hello hi (laughs) hey she's uh in in the next room over from me uh So we're gonna start. We're gonna go by uh, the premiere dates of these shows. That's how we're we're doing them. So um, I will I will uh, start with the first one. I'll talk about that one a little. Which was the first premiere of the season was Red Band Society, uh, and it sucked. And that's gonna be, I think, a theme for me at least for this this whole season. Red Band Society talked about it a little bit on the last episode when we went off on a tangent. Uh, it's set in a, uh, I guess, some terminal ward for uh, teens. I don't know if it's terminal, but yeah. it's... I don't think it is. Yeah, the hospital ward for teens. It's a hospital ward for teens where apparently they stay for like a year at a time at least, right? Well, that's what happened under Obamacare. Kids can stay in the hospital as long as they want. Oh, that's true. Thanks, that Obama. Was, that was Act 2 of the bill. Um, and it's got the, the device of being narrated by a kid in a coma who, despite his eyes being closed, apparently sees everything. And, and floats uh, all around the hospital. Yeah, he floats around the hospital. Yeah. And, uh, stupidity ensues. It's exactly what you would, it's exactly what it sounds like, but to be fair, uh, we are not the target audience for this, which it... Which is why, which affected my grade for it. I didn't give it quite an F, although it's very bad. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty bad, but we're definitely not the target. But I was glad they didn't didn't use that uh, shitty cheerleader uh, stereotype for the show. They had you know, oh, me too. Yeah, she was a great person, the cheerleader that came in. And then there's the assistant of the the group that was uh, not obviously lesbian. Oh right, yeah, yeah, no, no obviousness there. And then the. Uh, I'm also glad they didn't use the old trope of the uh, crotchety nurse with a secret heart of gold. Wait, what is that actress's name? Olivia Spencer? Olivia Spencer, yeah, I think that's right. Um, Is she famous for something else? I think she she must be. She won an Oscar for The Help, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think, unless I'm mixing her up with somebody else, I think she actually started out in, like, The Groundlings. Huh. She was also on a Comedy Central show. Oh yeah, that one, the, the Halfway like, House one. Parody, right? yeah, reality show. Yeah, did you ever see that? Pat Oscar from The Office was on it too. Yeah. No. And they well, were like that's... in some drug rehab Halfway House. No. It actually wasn't <laughs> bad. It had its moments. Yeah. Octavia Spencer. Octavia. Octavia Sorry. Spencer. Yeah. So yeah, she's the big name on it, and then it's just a bunch of kids who, as I mentioned, uh. And don't forget the hunky doctor. Oh, can't forget him. Oh, yeah, there is the hunky doctor as well. So, yeah, everything's in place for what I guess the network assumed would be a hit. But I think it's not doing so well. Um, did 
did uh, did Octavia, Octavia Spencer bring her her comedy skills to Fruitvale Station? Oh. She was really good in that. Was movie. she? I thought so. I have to see that. I've heard good things about it, but yeah, it is a pretty hilarious movie. <laughs> but I like seeing anybody from The Wire on anything as well. So, um, yeah, Fruitvale Station hits home. I anyway, mean, sorry, Red yeah. Band Society, terrible. Red Band, getting, terrible. you're saying it's getting bad ratings? I I think it's not getting the ratings they expected. But who who the hell knows what that means anymore? They can't figure out ratings these days. I assumed it was. I don't. I don't remember times that well, so I don't know if it's on the same time. But I. I kind of assumed it was a replacement for Glee. So they were shooting for the teenage market. They're well. They're definitely shooting for the Glee market. Uh, although without songs. Well, as I also mentioned on the last episode, they do use songs. I thought it was hilarious that they used a Brian Eno song from the seventies too, uh, because that's what the the kids are listening to nowadays, right? I We've talked about many times that kids listen to everything nowadays because everything is available, so you can't really make that complaint. I suppose that's true, but I don't think these kids would be listening to it. That's maybe more my thing. Like this, No, these and, kids they are stuck in a hospital with terminal cancer and aren't listening to much of anything. That's true, yeah. Their, ear, their ears don't work anymore. Um, <laughs> the Yeah, but you know, like the Sleater Kinney, and the, I was just like, oh, come on. Really, this is what the, the cheerleader... Maybe that... Maybe that emo chick would be listening to this. Oh, was was the cheerleader listening to Slitter Kenny? No, I'm just saying that the cast, nobody was listening to anything. It was just very intrusive uh, oh, musical okay. cues. Yeah. But so, well, okay. I, I don't even want to talk. It's not, it's really it's, not. It's worth a shame you time. have a complaint about the producers of the show having taste in good music and trying to get people to listen to it. It is a shame. Yeah. I, I, I am kind of hypocritical, except that, uh, well, I guess dumb people can appreciate good music too, which is what I assume the audience for this is extremely dumb people. Uh, my grade, just because, as I said, it's not, I'm not the target audience, uh, D minus instead of an F. Um, Viv, what was your grade? I gave it a D. A D. Okay. Yeah. I should explain my grading system <laughs> before I give the grade. I gave it a D too, but. An A is the best, the best of, a, of the genre, like the best, best kind of show. I want to watch it every week. A B is worth watching each week. It's enjoyable. It's second tier, but it has room to grow. A C, I might watch it, but the DVR will probably fill up, and I might not watch the entire season. A D is so bad, I would never watch it in a million years. But I know that there must be someone out there who might enjoy it. And an F is only for shows that no one should ever watch, and if they watch it, they should hate themselves. Yeah, that's that's close enough to mine. I I will say. Uh, to preview, I gave one A, but that A was only, and it was an A minus, uh, was only based on potential. Because huh, I you, gave no A's. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, well, it's. I will say that the show's not really an A. It's definitely in the B's. But I thought I give a B plus, but no. <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought, man, I want to give an A to something, even though I don't think there's any A shows. But anyway, we'll get to it. Um, so next up, uh, we'll do. You, well, well, who wants to go, Viv or Pat? All right, um, we will go. <laughs> oh, well, Mysteries of Laura is the next show, right? Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what the show is about. But Laura is a detective, a detective in a police, the detective who's recently divorced, and her former husband is her boss, 
So it's at the police. Well, that's agent. that's the that's the big twist at the end, Pat. You just spoiled oh, it for everybody. <laughs> I, was it a twist? It seemed obvious all the way through. I didn't. Think well, I didn't everything seem obvious all the way through? But yeah, it, go it on. seemed obvious that no one should ever watch this. It was a piece yeah. of crap, not funny in any way whatsoever. It was, it was, it was. Didn't know what it wanted to be. It was filmed like a sitcom, but it also had these really jarring, uh, violent sections in it. Like, because you saw uh, dead bodies and stuff, and it was well, a terrible show. The premise is that she, I mean, she is a detective, right? But, like, she's also trying to juggle being a mom to two really bratty kids. <laughs> Dude, ter- right? they're, well, they're terrible parents, right? We should mention that. I've never met children this bad yeah. outside of a, a psych ward, which I visit often. Um <laughs> But and it, it, the the babysitter was introduced very early in the episode, but surprisingly, it took her a long time to ask her to be a babysitter. Wait, I oh I don't I even remember. Did not even remember the babysitter. There was a there was a, a teenage girl who came in. I can't even remember what oh she looked God. like, but she was getting arrested for protesting her father's being a uh, a, a, a slumlord, and she got arrested for that. And by the end of the episode, the uh, Laura had decided she had such spunk that she would make a good babysitter. Oh, well. I completely do not remember that part. Of nope, the I show. don't either. I hope I didn't watch the second episode because <laughs> you might have. No, this was from the first episode. I okay. Wait, watched this more than once. <laughs> well, it, it's just so it's so terrible. The, like there was a scene where they're trying to make it look. I don't know if you remember this. So she, Laura, the detective, like walks, gets a call and she walks into this room and it, it's like the walls are all splattered with red, but it looks exactly like paint. Like you don't, at, at no point do you think it's blood and at every point do you already know what's going on? Like it's, her kids have made a big mess in this room. Do you remember oh that? Oh my God, I must have watched the second episode because I don't remember that at all. Oh, you, you oh dude. Well. Sorry guys. Wait, the first episode had, um. Veronica Mars's dad on it. Yep. Did you? Nope. No. Pat, Pat, not ringing a bell. <laughs> no. I, I I thought I was watching the first episode. That's why he didn't know it was a twist that uh, her husband uh, was yeah, her boss. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, it was still terrible. I, I, it didn't improve uh, in second. No. Episode. I think I think between us, we've probably watched more episodes than anybody else in the country. But it hasn't been canceled yet. It's not the one show that's been canceled. No, yeah, there is one show, interestingly. Yes. But uh, do not run, do not walk away from your TV if this comes on. If you, yeah, for some reason, can't turn your TV terrible. off. Yeah. Of the first two shows we're talking about, this is the worst. By far. So you're great. I think we're all going to have the same grade on this, but what's your grade, Pat? A. <laughs> oh, F. F, I mean F. And Viv? I gave it a D. Really? really? Yeah, I did not give it an F all the way. But Who do you think would like this show? <laughs> I would never watch it again. I did not think it was the worst. There were I thought this is more not, shows that were way worse than there this. Were, there were a I couple never shows watch it again, that were worse than this, I, I think probably from this season, but I gave this an F as well. There, It was god awful. Pat, you missed the part in the another part in the first episode, I don't know if the kids were still terrible in the second episode. Oh, they were. That, I mean, that was the that there's a there's a character that was obviously going to become the babysitter, and her, her role was obvious from the first second she's on the screen. But they they drag it out for the entire episode. 
but uh, she's a she's a prisoner in handcuffs. And you know, well, the way they're talking. Anyway, yeah. What about the kids? The terrible kids. In, uh, so in the first episode, they're at, at a park, and uh, and somebody has to stop her. She's like talking to her ex husband or her husband, whatever they are. Um, uh, some somebody walking through the park has to stop them and be like, "Your kids are standing there peeing on each other." Oh my god! Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, F. I can't believe you gave it a D. <laughs> I Viv. forgot that. Right. <laughs> so I have now, to say, it's got to be at least a D minus then. Yes, the show remains an F for me, but I I do like Josh Lucas. He just does nothing but crap. But I I, I think he seems like a nice guy. Is he the husband? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well. Well, continuing on that streak, he's doing a great job. Yeah, of appearing in crap, being in <laughs> shitty shows. <laughs> yeah, there's he. He obviously can't redeem this show. Um, and I, w- I don't know if you saw either of you guys. There was some article about like why shows aren't getting canceled as quickly now. And it, I guess it mostly has to do with like them trying to figure out how the ratings actually work now. With you know they've got a new model with uh, DVRs and you know late watches and Hulu and everything. So uh, some of these shows that should have been canceled already are still hanging on, but. Yeah, but you'd think they'd have some kind of formula that a show this crappy is not going to have a cult following. Are they that robotic that they can't figure that out? Uh, maybe. It, well, I'm sure it also depends on the lead-in and stuff. Like, if it's got a good lead-in, yeah, maybe, true. you know. And maybe this is getting better numbers because what, – what, what's her name? Deborah Messing? Is that yeah. the star? She's right, because she's yeah, she's yeah. got the Will and Grace love. Um, she had a terrible cable show that was better than this. I forget the – the plot of it. it was some goofy plot like she was going for her second husband or something do you guys have any nope memory of that she was it was starter wife i think it was called uh, i don't think we ever saw it um maybe i yeah that's uh, that it starter sounds wife. familiar yeah but i ha- i don't know anything about it well i would venture to say every ter- terrible cable show is better than this one um Let's move on. All right, so Viv, you can go with the next show. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I I can barely remember this one. That's the problem. Um, Leone. That's really all you need to say. Okay. Yeah. And As so. Madam Secretary. Because <laughs> if she weren't in the show, I would have nothing good to say about yeah. it. It was kind of just mediocre, but she is so awesome yeah. that I I enjoyed watching it. I agree. Yeah, it's another, I mean, it's kind of a uh, uh, House of Cards light, right? I, I think, like... I'd say I'd say more West Wing. Yeah. Cards, I, it's not as cynical yeah. as House of Cards. It's more Well, that's more positive. true. Yeah, it's and on it's, CBS. It's very, very, not similar, but it, it's like they're trying to get people who like The Good Wife. It's not similar to right. The Good Wife, but it's it has... There's um, some crossover you can see in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's... I don't know. I only watched the first episode, but I, I want to see more of it because I like Taya Leone. I'm always sad that she doesn't get more work because she's usually really very good. Yeah, she's good in it. Yeah. There, I don't think there's yeah. any disputing that. Um, no. Yeah, it's another... I mean, yeah, I guess the West Wing was the start of it, and then you got Veep and House of Cards. Like, it's the new... It's the new superhero TV show thing, you know? It's, it's like the genre that's, like, for whatever reason, kind of popular now. There was a show that lasted... I thought it was going to be popular, but it didn't really hit it big with Gina Davis playing. I think she became the vice president because of, of stuff that happened. And I never watched that, but it, it didn't last. Do you guys remember that one? Vaguely. Yeah. 
I, it was she's, like, it, she's it, another it, actress who can't get a break. It seems like like she's she's always good, but she's so awesome. Yeah, now she has that organization where she's investigating uh, role the how women are portrayed in media. And yeah, but uh, that show was was something I never watched, but it came out and it had like huge, ra- really great ratings. And it was canceled weeks after those great waiting. I never got understood the story behind that. But anyway, this is very similar. Yeah, there's not really a lot to talk about plot-wise. I mean, she's the new Secretary of State. And uh, and she she gets the job surprisingly. Like, she didn't expect to be asked to be Secretary of State. She right, was she was like a political science professor at Georgetown or something. Yeah. Oh, no, no not I even. Because they had to move, so she yeah, wasn't she in wasn't D.C. In DC. But it's 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 funny how these shows have to be written that the they're they're not getting the job like the the Gina Davis show she had to have somebody die to be, get that position and this show some I, I don't remember how she got the position but it's not it's never the normal way it's like you can't have a woman getting that job the normal way right yeah same with uh well well it's kind of same with Veep no Veep she she worked her way down to it because she lost the election but well, yeah that's true true. <laughs> Well, this is no Veep. I think we can agree. No. Um, <laughs> the lack of Tony Hale makes that clear. So what was your grade for it, Pat? I gave it a C. I gave it a C as well. I gave it a B. Oh. I think a B, a, a B I is think if it. I mean, I, it's not my kind of show, but uh, I think it was well done. And I do really like uh, Tia Leone. Would like to see her in more things. But, uh, yeah. It's not... Uh, yeah, my grading system is not the same as Pat's, maybe. I would never watch this show because I'm not <laughs> interested in it, but I think it's worth watching if you are into that. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think, I think if I were using a different grading system, it would have been fair, but since I haven't watched it since it was the one, I had to, had, to, had to be honest and give it a C. But I think a B is a fine grade for it. I would not fight you over that one like I would for your A for Mysteries of Laura. <laughs> well... All right, I'm going to go next. So this was one of the, I guess it, it was hotly anticipated. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I don't know who's excited about TV shows, so I should shut my dumb mouth. Uh, but Gotham, um, which is, we talked about on our preview one, uh, it's, it's Gotham City before Batman is Batman. Batman's still a kid in this. So it's basically based around the police force and the uh, the commissioner and no, not the commissioner. Well, Commissioner Gordon as a rookie cop. Yeah, I don't even think we've met the current commissioner in this new show. No, it's just uh, it's just the OC guy and uh, Donald Logue as the as his grizzled old partner. So, well, there's a couple things I didn't get about this. Like, do you guys did you guys get the sense from this that maybe uh, Gotham is is uh, is supposed to be I don't know uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for corrupt. I, I I don't know how you got that. Didn't catch that at all. Yeah, it's a bit over the top with that shit. Um, <laughs> and the the other negative I, I'm going to mention about it is, uh, I it seems like Jada Pinkett Smith thinks she's acting in the '60s Batman TV series because she is the worst scenery chewer maybe that I've ever seen on TV. I think it works for this show, though. She is. I've, I've seen that complaint many times, but I think for this show it works because it's kind of a silly show. It is a silly show, but she's she's on a whole other plane of silliness with I her. I mean, 
the scenes with her, the even how everything else is dark black and brown, brown colors, and she always has these bright colors on. So she's not only uh, uh, stealing the whole scene with her acting, but what she's wearing, it's it's really, yeah, it's glaring. But it, I think it works. Really? Okay. Well, Viv, you said that uh, it seemed like she was trying to do an Eartha Kitt thing. <laughs> That's exactly what it yeah, seems like to me. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yes. And and I can take it uh, up to a certain point, I think. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's just way over the top. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I can kind of see how you say it works, Pat. But it does stick out. So sometimes it it takes me out of it because I'm like, are, are there no directors on this for her scenes? <laughs> like, can you not tell her to tone it down? Maybe you know, ninety eight percent, and it would still be a little over the top. Uh, for the pilot, that was that is my, least of my complaints. I, I think I kept watching the show, so I, it does get better. But the pilot episode was so jam packed with crap; it was not very good. It wasn't bad, but they, for some reason, they decided to introduce every one of Batman's uh, foes in the one episode. Yeah. So, so you had Poison Ivy, you had the Riddler, you had someone who might be the Joker but probably isn't. You had the Penguin, and I. It, there's no reason to have that many of the of the the rogues gallery in this one episode. They just could have eased it back a little bit. Yeah, um, you had uh, Harley Quinn, who was uh, who was the OC's wife. I'm just guessing now. Yeah, I think that was the thing that uh, <laughs> I think that was I, I'd read about that afterwards. That like one of the the hooks of the show was like they're going to keep introducing characters who could potentially be the joker but you're not gonna know and i was like that's not really much of a hook really no um yeah we've kept watching too mostly because it's the lead into one of our favorite shows sleepy hollow but uh it's not it's not terrible it's not it hasn't hit greatness for sure and i feel like uh the acting all over the place is maybe not needs to be tweaked. Like, I, I think the, the main character is just a little bit too bland. And not... Yeah, I don't think that's a direction. I think the, the, the that's main the actor. Yeah. is just a bland yeah. person. And Donald Logue is a bit over the top. I mean, I always like him, but but just like with all the, the corruption, you know, it's it's kind of, okay, we get it. He's He's grizzled and he's, you know, he's a veteran and so he's very cynical and whatever, but um, it's, he's pretty funny. They give him some pretty funny lines, and they make him an idiot, but in funny ways. Yeah, he he is an idiot for sure. What um, was? The, did you watch the most recent episode? I don't know if we did or not. Okay. Who was? What was the the plot of it? Basically. Well, I do like the guy who plays a penguin. I will say he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty does a good job at being sniveling and creepy at the same time. Yes, and, and very formal. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the next episode, I've read like a, a, someone had seen it already, and it's written by the guy who created The Tick. And the guy who wrote the review, I, it, he didn't give any spoilers about the plot. He just says it's a really well-written episode, and it's better than anything that came before. So we'll see. It might just be hype, but I, I'm looking forward to the next episode to see if The Tick, the tick guy can come through, because he's usually pretty good. Yeah, I feel like I'll watch it, but it's like not something that I am excited get excited about necessarily. So yeah. not, not like Super yeah, Hollow. I agree. Yeah. So my grade for Gotham was a B minus. I just gave it a B. I gave it a B plus. Okay. I think that's all, you know, that's all fair enough. Um 
All right, Pat. Oh, my God. Oh, well, the one annoying thing about Gotham is they, they filmed one city scene where they show every single episode a million times, and that gets on my nerves. Like, they have oh, the, the, the same the flying shot of the city, and it's the same thing every time. Right, right. The, uh, God damn it, I can't think of the name of those kind of sh- uh, establishing shots, yeah. Yeah. Do we know what his fiance does, by the way? Oh yeah, she's obviously rich as hell, right? Because they live in a that nice, loft swanky... is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and I, in the uh, the view through the clock. Yes. Maybe, but we don't was... know what she does, right? No, well, I okay. thought she was an art dealer, but I don't think that's. Oh, okay. I think I just made that up. I don't think that's established. <laughs> but that was something I found annoying that uh, she had some dealings with with the other police officer and i guess they had a relationship a lesbian that, relationship yeah but it's not it i wouldn't mind if it was just something that happened but they they make it so it's like she's ashamed of it i think that's kind of yeah stupid. they they make it yeah it's like they dance around it for a really long time before they actually come out and say it yeah and then she tells him and he's upset about it it's like dude hey mr homophobic commissioner <laughs> gordon <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, there are there are definitely problems with the show, but I do like the cat, the Catwoman character, the little girls. They do. She's pretty good in it, and I always like that character. All right. Well, let, let's move on to something far Sorry. worse that I think we can all agree on, Pat. I didn't, this show is called Scorpion. It's a bunch about a bunch of nerds who can save the world. Mm. Do we need to say more than that? Probably not. It's fucking awful. Um, It's painful to sit through this one. Yeah. It's a bunch of nerds who the CIA or whoever the fuck uh, contacts to help them out. Right. And for some reason, they need a waitress who has a nerdy son to be with them to translate for them. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Some (laughs) autistic kid. Well, because you got to have an autistic character on on every. Well, I think the drama. I think the adults are supposed to be autistic as well, and that's why they understand <laughs> so well. Yeah, yeah. It's, you don't understand. He's using his the salt shaker to play chess. Because you need to be a genius to understand how to play chess. <laughs> and it turned out the kid wasn't playing chess at all. He's just you know he was playing with a salt shaker. Get away from me, weirdo. <laughs> and there was some sh- really weird thing right where. Like, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while since I and saw it, and I just regret it saying it's been a while. But <laughs> you um, pretty your mind. <laughs> the, he has to like drive a car as fast as a plane to yes. Get a, <laughs> oh, bring that up. How there happened to be like some fancy Ferrari or Lamborghini in the parking lot, and they the you open the gas tank to break into it because the one. <laughs> member of the team is an expert at breaking into anything and she can do it over the phone and then they drive the car as fast as a plane and we should mention it's based on a true story i didn't realize that said, that's what it said at the beginning at, if you're yeah that's at the point where you can be like well lord of the rings is based on a true story because there was at one point in history somebody named gandalf it's ridiculous the the problem with this show is that if you going to write a show about supposed geniuses you should probably be smart yourself but the writers obviously aren't and what was your grade for it pat you'll be surprised i gave it a d <laughs> what i gave I it just, all right 
I gave I felt... it a D minus because I figure somebody somewhere it, this is this is a show for somebody just like the Big Bang Theory is like I don't that's fucking get it but yeah that's why I thought that there must be somebody maybe a D is unfair because it was but no I thought somebody might like this show and you no. F yeah I mean I can't I can't argue with F that this show I just <laughs> thought it was I I can't imagine who would want to watch this I don't I don't know yeah after I said I can't figure it out either but I. Oh well, I already gave my grade and I can't take it back. Well, it's people wa- people watch all those NCIS shows, every iteration of that show. Yeah, but those are better than this. I, yes, I haven't I seen them, so because yeah. this this didn't even have good acting. Like nobody was enjoyable. Like NCIS, the the people in that are at least interesting actors. There's nobody interesting. There's nothing interesting about this show. It's just bad. Yeah. yeah. Front to back. Oh, maybe this D is wrong. Can, I'm gonna change my D to an F. All right. I'll, I'll stick I with the D with minus. Viv convinced me. Thank you. Um, all right, Viv, the next show? Next show is Forever. Um, I'm really bad at these descriptions. Uh, it doesn't matter. The guy who can't die, he just dies and comes back over and over again <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah yeah he d- i mean he does seem to die a lot more than your average person would die well he puts himself in the in situation the, it's true so. he does try stuff well, out but does although he, the, the, the first, first one he's just yeah, riding on one. the subway yeah well that that one wasn't his fault the the, uh, his, the evil forever guy did it on purpose to him right oh that's true yeah no no that wasn't the case it didn't turn out to be that there was another somebody was actually poisoned i forget the plot of that first episode and i like this show more than than it is it's it's a very bad show but i enjoy it anyway mm-hmm. mostly because the main actor i really like and i like seeing judd hirsch get work i like seeing judd hirsch as well um I, it's yeah it's it's not a terrible show um uh, we watched a few episodes, but then just kind of dropped off. Um, but it's not a, definitely not a great show. I, I don't understand why he has to come back uh, naked <laughs> in the ocean or whatever. River, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. They, they did say, because I first I was wondering, so he has to stay in New York because every time he dies, he goes, but the, the, at some point during... What if of, he's in the Midwest and that's, dies? Like, the, how does during this subsequent episode, they say, it says any a body of water. It's just whatever body so water. So he just comes it's back in a puddle or something. If he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a gimmicky premise. and Oh, he's a medical examiner. Did we mention that? So he's working, and then he, so he starts up a relationship with this uh, cop, and they work together to solve crimes. And But there is a, also an evil, like you said, Pat, an evil uh, person who also lives forever. Uh, so yeah, it's a dumb show, and it's it's not especially an interesting premise. But the I don't know the name Ian Griffold or something is that his name the the sure. star? So. No idea. But he's really good. He's really charming, and I enjoy seeing him act. So I like him in it. And Judd Hirsch is is very a good gruff side character. So just for that, and his assistant at the the at the medical examiner's office has been written pretty well. So I, I like him too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, well. You want to go with grades, Viv? What what grade did you give? Uh, I gave it a B. I gave it a B minus. <laughs> I gave it a C. All right. Pat liked it less than we did. Oh. <laughs> but uh, uh, and yet he loves the actor. 
whatever. Well, same with Taylor Leone, though. Like we, me and Pat both gave that a C. Wow. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is better than Madam Secretary for sure. Like for a drama, but I think it's better than uh, Mysteries of Laura. Oh God, yeah, that, this is just that Viv loves. That's an A show, you guys. I think. Can't believe. <laughs> I think this one has potential, um, but they have they definitely haven't got there yet. Like it hasn't clicked where they figured out how to make it, uh, you know, consistently interesting. Mm-hmm. That's the main problem with it. And I see no evidence that they will get. No, there. I don't either. Yeah, no. it's kind of kind of run of the mill. Um, yeah. All right. Um, well, you know what? Let's do two more and then we'll take a break and then we'll come back and finish um so the next one was blackish with uh god damn what's his name anthony anderson anderson yeah and uh lawrence fishburne and a bunch of other people uh so a sitcom it comes on after modern modern family so i assume it's doing well um it's not it's not as terrible as you would think from the premise and just how Hollywood deals with race overall. Um, but it's also wasn't anything special. I didn't think. And there, I mean, there were some kind of very sitcom wincy moments for me. Like he, he's worried that uh, his kids are getting too white because he lives like somewhere, what in like Beverly Hills or something in a nice place. And his kids are like, go into some rich rich school and so he worries about that and his solution to that is to he works for like some advertising firm and he makes some video about visiting los angeles that shows a bunch of gangbangers and stuff like the kind of shit that would never in a million years happen nobody would do nobody would overreact like that and then he also has like a doesn't he see i can't remember there was like a, a kid's birthday party and he like dresses up in like african garb like a dashiki and stuff uh, it just, was it wasn't it wasn't a birthday party. It wasn't a bar mitzvah. His kid wanted a bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. That's right, right. Because his kid, that that that's what was setting him off about his kids not knowing their culture or whatever. Um. Yeah. So kind of pretty dumb, but not, but not like insulting, necessarily in a you know in a way that a lot of shows about or TV shows deal with race, especially um, you know uh, network shows. Yeah, I, I thought it was dumb, but funny. So I was, I was okay with it, dumb. I just thought it was, I, I don't know, um, you know, Bernie Mac was so much better. Oh, yeah, Bernie Mac with was a the mil- same, yeah, the same very premise. similar premise. Yeah. yeah, and this show did not live up to that for yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> this was no Bernie Mac. Yeah. You shouldn't have watched 24 hours of Bernie Mac. Before. <laughs> <laughs> that kid on Bernie Mac I always thought would become big. The, oh, man. the son, because so he was funny. so good. But yeah, he just kind of disappeared. Um, anyway, I gave Blackish a C plus. I gave it a, a B. B minus. Okay. Yeah, not not as not anywhere near as bad as it could have been. So next one, Pat. How to get get away with murder? It's uh, a lost a lost law students with a really strict professor, and if they if they do enough a good enough job in their class, they get to help in her, her own cases, and each 
during the during each episode, I guess we're getting flash forwards to what happened three months later about these law school students that did well enough in class where they are somehow involved in a murder and covering it up. So each episode is going to have the season-long story and seemingly season-long story and the other plot where each episode they're trying to get someone off of is like a some murder. contained case. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the the murder is of her husband, that, which we find out later. Yeah. Right. That they're involved in. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was. I've seen other shows from Shonda Rhimes. Is that how you say her name, Shonda? Uh, and I thought this was better. Like I've seen Scandal, and it's kind of Scandal's very light, and it, I, this one I thought had more depth to it, and it was, and I, I liked the, 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 the season-long thing they have going on. I think that's pretty interesting how they're they're jumping ahead in time, and, and I like that the main uh, Viola Davis's character is is pretty powerful and pretty cool, and and it's kind of like a usual a usual show that would definitely be a white guy, so it's. Politically, it's pretty neat. So I liked it. I feel like um, because Revenge has been so up and down and mostly down lately, that's gotten so shitty that this is like the new dumb, trashy show that I can watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, Viv and I were talking about this last night. I think like The Sopranos kind of opened the floodgates, but like people have done gone in bad directions with it. With it. like you have an antihero, but now like on this show. Every single character is unlikable. Yes, that's that's pretty clear. Yeah, they're all terrible people. Uh, the, like the the main, I guess the main law school student, uh, the black dude, is mm-hmm. kind of supposed to be like a nice guy, but he, no, he's I think not likable. Yeah, yeah, I think they turn all, that off pretty quickly that he's not he's not likable at all. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't know. I I like having uh, people, <laughs> even people who have. Uh, who have negative qualities, which we all do, like, they're not all negative qualities. Like, you've got to give... I don't mind antiheroes, but there's got to also be a reason to root for them, and I don't feel that yet. Although it is, like, trashy fun to me, so I, I don't know. I don't it, know. I thought Viola Davis isn't all bad. That's true, but she, they... I don't know if... It, it's got to be purposeful. Uh, the way, like, some of the looks she gives and stuff it makes her seem like she's got some very sinister secrets that they're not letting you in on mm-hmm. you know what i'm you know what i'm saying right viv yeah. yeah and i i i really do like her in that role but it's like it's overkill for me it's like too much negative um, yeah and everybody has some weird shit going on and <laughs> you know it, it's just everybody's got a secret like everybody you know like nobody is just straightforward at all yeah that's, it is. so it, it adds to the drama of it i get it but uh it's a little too much for me and that the one episode where it turned out that the the girl's fiance was had hooked up with the, the other guy yeah that was a bit much of a coincidence yes yeah and and i mean i was almost gonna say like it's kind of a negative portrayal of gays as well except that it's really a negative portrayal of everybody like everybody's an asshole like we said on this but like the but there's gay, i mean there, the, there's but, the it guy he's not a negative portrayal of, of that's true but yeah no the his his boyfriend or whatever you want to call it but the gay guy gets all his information by fucking other dudes 
Yeah. Like, it's kind of, you know. Within like an hour or so. <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's, it's not maybe the, the best portrayal, but... I, I mean, know. you look at like private eyes. That's implied what they're doing in those old movies and stuff. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Those movie, those old movies are also eighty years old. But yeah. Um, all right. What what was your grade, Pat? I gave it a B. Viv. B plus. I gave it a B. So yeah, we're all pretty much on the same. It is. I actually had a B plus before we started talking about it, but then I thought about the coincidence <laughs> with that guy. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll grade it down. After the pilot, I almost had it as an A. But it didn't. I don't think after the pilot, it was the pilot. I thought the pilot was really good, and I thought it, it's gone downhill since there. But not so much that it's bad. Just not as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, like I said, it's trashy, but it it is fun too, yes. despite all its all its problems. Um, Have you guys watched Scandal? No. It, it it is similar, but I I do think this is better. Well, I feel like the it it's another device like the you know the flash forward. Uh, that that was basically exactly what Breaking Bad did, you know. It would take you all season to find out, you know, that the pieces of that story. So right. it wasn't it wasn't all that inventive or anything. But um, well, it doesn't have to be inventive. No, no. But it it seemed a little yeah. I, I've watched I other shows even... on my TV. That's not inventive either. But I don't even find myself like intrigued by like why why they're doing this, like hiding, you know, like the husband's body and all this stuff like oh i i, I can't wait really to... yeah i don't really care i feel like they don't give you <laughs> they don't give you enough information about it like it's it's obviously just a big tease that's supposed to be like a big major deal but like you're not getting enough for to make it interesting that's how i feel yeah about i this. think he's not enough of a character for me right you oh, know I I, like I'm not... that i care about what happens to him oh he's dead who cares <laughs> i'm not especially interested because it's him but i'm interested in why they those specific people are involved in that and who did the crime and all uh, that because they're all terrible people pat i think we established <laughs> that <laughs> okay i won't watch it again <laughs> all right well you want to take a quick break and then we'll come back and finish yes sir all right we'll be right back We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shamiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's great racing, steeplechasing. All right, we're back. And next up, Viv. Is a selfie. Um, With uh, Harold. John Cho. John Cho. And I do not know the The female lead. I don't either. I think Um, it's Karen Gillan. And here, before you get the description, just this: the female lead played the uh, the bad guy or girl in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, really? What? Which I did not know before I saw it, and I saw that, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's her!" Because if you look at her eyes, they're the same. But that's really the only thing you can tell. Oh. Oh, interesting. Did not know that. Nope, me either. 
Um, so anyway, she plays a really shallow. I, what what does she do? Like sales at a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Sales. And uh, she wants to be less shallow, and enlists the help of John Cho. Right. Is that accurate? because because something yeah. happens on a, she's like big on social media and something embarrassing happens to her on a plane that right. gets tweeted to everybody and so all her social media friends she becomes like a laughing stock. Um, right, right. And so John Cho it's it's base it's modern day My uh, Fair Lady. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I mean, say Pygmalion, but yeah, whatever. I was gonna say that too, Pat. Well, I'm anti George <laughs> Bernard Shaw for the, just because of the beard, so I go with my fair lady. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's the basic premise. It's it's pretty simple. I think like I think it's, it was a hard one to market to people because I don't think it is what a lot of people think it is necessarily. Um, but I thought it was better than it had any right to be. Mostly because of John Cho. John Cho and, and her, yeah. They're they're really good. The, there's other people in the show, but I don't think they're as good as those two. It just kind of bums me out a little bit because uh, it means John Cho's not going to be on Sleepy Hollow anymore. But well, he was he I was already know. an episode this season. Yeah, just one. But I don't know if he had a big chance of uh, coming back on that show. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> considering what happened to his yeah. character. Yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> For a year ago. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they're appealing people, and it's uh, it's a lot smarter than than just the kind of hacky premise would make you think. I thought um, they they do good jobs. I mean, it's a little obviously it's a sitcom. It's a little over the top with how shallow she is, um, but but I thought it was actually surprisingly not bad. Yeah, I liked it. I agree. I, I it made me laugh a few times. Yeah. And I've uh, continued to watch it. Me too. Since. Yeah. So it, it's created by the same woman who created Suburgatory, and I thought Suburgatory was was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it. I, see, Suburgatory to me was like something. Oh, it's on. I'll watch it, but it never like gave me guffaws or anything. Once in a while, it did especially the that, who's that guy, the Doctor Spasemin. Oh yeah, yeah. His character <laughs> would have have left. I think that had that show was was really powered by a really good cast. Yeah. And I think this show is helped by their cast too. So I don't know how good a writer she is, but she's good at getting good, good actors on her shows. Yeah. It's, it's a, a very decent sitcom. Um, what was your grade, Viv? I gave it a B plus. I gave it a B. I gave it a B. All right. So selfies a B. All right. Uh, this next one is not a B. Uh, Unless B stands for bitch ass piece of shit. <laughs> Manhattan Love Story. The first show to be canceled. And yep. uh, I have no problem with that. <clears throat> and so there's not much point in talking about it uh, except to say that it was terrible on every level. The Just from the very first scene was... It was a man walking down the street, talking to himself in his head, just checking out every woman that walks by and talking about her. And then his uh, future love interest is walking down the street, looking at women's purses <laughs> and talking to herself about those. So just from that, you know you're in uh, shit country. And it didn't get any better from there. It was ridiculous. I, 
here's the thing. There's there's been a few this season. I maybe there were in previous seasons, but this season seems to be big on romantic comedies yeah. as sitcoms. Yeah. yeah. Which the thing about romantic comedies as movies is they're over in ninety minutes. As a whole season, I don't know how you sustain the interest the or the down. tension. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's kind of a it's kind of a bad idea to me. Uh, maybe somebody could make it work, but nobody has yet. And uh, well, how I met your mother was kind of a. Well, is that ago. what start what started this whole thing? The end of that show, like. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. They, they wanted to replace to right. be the replacement for the that, and especially since How I Met Your Father didn't happen, or How I Met Your Dad, whatever that was going to be called. Yeah. But How I Met Your Mother had an ensemble cast who were all there were all characters like dealing with relationships and stuff. It wasn't like. I mean, it kind of was, but it wasn't about one couple necessarily all the way through. You know what I mean? That wasn't the the love story element of it necessarily, where, where these are about, like, they focus on a couple, just like a, a movie romantic comedy. Right, yeah. Um, and I, I just really didn't understand, like, the whole, like, listening to the inner thoughts of these two very, very annoying people. <laughs> like, why would I want to do that? every time this show comes on like yeah they could have called it uh they're terrible people inside douchebag's head i didn't think it was as terrible as you guys did but i just thought it was aggressively mediocre there was just nothing original about it and i never laughed watching it i watched a few episodes hoping it would get better and never got better well and... that, i think just from that first scene it made me angry i was like really this is 2014 and this is your your take on men and women yeah that's a good point um. Anyway, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I gave it an F. I gave it a D. F minus. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Jeez. I, the gender politics are distressing. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't think I saw it through that lens, but thinking about it, you're right because it goes throughout the whole show. The sister, the uh, the the sorority sister is is bad in that way too, as is the brother. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I'm surprised. It might as well have also been called "Bitches Be Shopping" or something. You know, like it's just ugh, painful. Mm-hmm. Let's get off it. Uh, onto something equally bad, in my view. But Pat, bad judge about a I don't know a judge who's bad. Well, she's bad because she has sex in her office, Pat, and she drinks alcohol, so she's obviously a bad judge. Yeah, this is this was bad, like it, th- bad in the way that uh, not good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wasn't funny, which is terrible, and it wasn't interesting, and the acting wasn't good, and I that's it. There's nothing good about it. Did you guys like it? Oh, I I couldn't stand it. I I could barely make it through the episode. I mean, it's yeah. just that that Hollywood idea of of like what's immoral, you know, which is. Ugh. Or what's, you know, what's edgy. She's supposed to be like an edgy. She's not at all. And of course, uh, she's got to have like a little black kid that she mentors. Add that to the mix for extra stupidity. It There was nothing appealing about it. F. F. D minus. Whoa. Just because it wasn't, <laughs> just because it wasn't as bad as. A couple other sitcoms, Manhattan Love Story, and uh, another one that we'll be talking about at some point. Wow, I, oh, I can't believe bad, it. Though. Although uh, Dick from Veronica Mars was on this. Yes, show. he was. <laughs> we should... Just like, much like he was, he played a very similar part in yeah. a mid-season show last year in, uh, what was it called? The Bad Teacher. Oh, 
Wow. Oh. Wow. Spooky. <laughs> I didn't even put that together until I said it. Bad and bad. You should make better choices. But yeah, I guess he was playing a similar character to Dick, to Dick too. Well, he's always got Veronica Mars and Party down, so yeah. you know you can't judge him too harshly, no matter what he does. And he's good at playing that character. He's yeah. also a big time Christian, which surprises me. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. That yeah, that is shocking. I'm surprised it's not Scientology. I guess he's not high enough up on the Hollywood food chain yet. Um, next up, is it? It's your turn, Viv. Uh, Grace Point, which is a remake of. Broadchurch, a BBC show. Um, and it centers around a small town where a young boy is murdered and a, I don't know, sort of damaged uh, police detective has to solve this crime. But he's like kind of an outs- outsider in this small town. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, uh-oh, did we lose somebody? I'm here. Pat? All right, let me get Pat back in on the call. Here, I'll pause it for a second. We'll be right back. All right, apparently Pat was saying something about Scientology when he got cut off, so uh, we're going to stop talking about them right now. I was just advertising my podcast about Scientology. Oh, uh, that know, your, be a problem, know your e meter. Uh, yeah, Grace Grace Point. Um, we Viv and I watch Broadchurch, um, and this follows it pretty closely. Surprisingly, I, I had kind of assumed that they would like change it up for american tv mm-hmm. but uh but they haven't um and i would i would say it's the only of of the new dramas it's the only one that is made for adults so i appreciate that yeah and it's got skylar from breaking bad mm-hmm. and, and i kind of i i i I mean, it's an intriguing story, too, you know, but uh, if you've already seen Broadchurch, I don't really see what the There's, point of watching Grace Point is. I don't either, no, um, because it is basically the same story. Yeah, with the same actor playing the main role. Right, who was one of the Doctor Whos, I think. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. And that, but in Broadchurch, did he use a British accent? In yeah. Grace Point, uh, no. It, what? Oh, in Broadchurch, yeah. Broadchurch was set in Britain, so. Yeah. So it's just funny how they they have yeah. the same actor playing. He has no accent. Basically, yeah. a different character. Right. But the same character. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I I've only seen the first episode, though. I haven't took taken the time to catch up, but I I did like what I saw. You're kind of breaking up, Pat. I sound fine to me. Well, I guess that's all that matters then. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, it's it's hard to it's hard to judge this one without because we have seen the original. Right. But um, I don't know. Still, I you should keep watching Pat, especially since you haven't seen Broadchurch. I'd say watch. Um, but you guys won't. It's not worth it. We actually have been watching it <laughs> because <laughs> I, I have heard that the ending is different. Is it? See, that's what I'm interested. I don't. In because s- yeah. yeah, I'm not sure of it right now. All right. Well, yeah, I think I will keep watching as well um what was your grade for this one viv uh i gave it a b i gave it a b plus i gave it a b okay yeah that seems about right um all right next a to z another romantic comedy and i didn't check the credits but uh there is voiceover narration katie seagal right yep okay i figured 
I mean, she's this better. one is much better than Manhattan Love Story. If much better is yeah. Oh, you didn't like it? I, I liked it. I, you know, I didn't really. I mean, what is the point of this? Like, just literally, like A to Z, like how they met to the end of the like is that the premise that's what, i don't i don't know i don't know if they're gonna have like once they get the z they're just gonna take the c, the show off the air because that's only you know how many letters can there be in the alphabet 500 so at most i would say yeah i don't know what their plan is for that yeah so because it, it, they say in the opening with katie seagal says this is the story of when they met and when they stopped dating eight months or eight years and or whatever it is eight, yeah however eight long something. And so, did they stop dating because they got married? Right. Or that's did, well, they, did they both die in a terrible accident? Who knows? Yeah. Well, well so this... Dude, I can't even remember. Because we watched this as a preview on Hulu, like before it was even on on the air. It was so long ago. Um, I don't know. He works in some kind of office. That's as much as I can remember. He works for a... a online dating company right okay and she's a lawyer who works in an office that's right next door like they can see each other from their office windows yeah and so she comes in and and he meets her and he's like smitten and he keeps trying to uh get with her somehow and he talks about how he saw her at a at some concert in the 90s or or the early 2000s or whatever Um, and she's wearing some dress and she denies it but then at the end she admits it was her wearing the dress Eh. I I didn't... It was very drawn out for such a sort of a thin premise. Like, she's like, no, it wasn't me. Right. <laughs> but then it was her. Like, what was a big deal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I, I thought the, there were scenes when he was stalking her where there's the two programmers. They were pretty funny. The one guy used to be in that, that show that was based in India. Did you guys, did you guys watch that? Where oh. The, oh. Outsourced or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it wasn't it, so good, but oh, it was a it was a funny show. It wasn't great, but it was it was funny, and he was good in it. But anyway, he he's pretty funny in this too. It's it's kind of a ridiculous show, but I, I it it made me laugh. I can't see how it would last very long. But like you said, first of all, A to Z. What does A to Z mean? But second, um, how does a romantic comedy last? In, you know, more than one season. Yeah. When yeah. the whole basis of the show is their romance, unless they get married and. You know, I guess you can make that successful, but nobody has yet. Yeah. Without having an ensemble around, like Parks and Rec were successful, but that's not a romantic comedy. Parks and Rec is a real outlier because the first season was only, what, six episodes? And they were, it was pretty terrible. And then in the second season, they just, like, completely ramped it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... But I also think Parks and Rec does not get, like, great ratings it's not like a huge hit for nbc that's a good point yeah that's true i see my problem with with this uh a to z was i again i found the characters unlikable the dude is the dude is like in the first in the pilot anyway which is all i've seen he's like obsessive and stalkery and she's a liar (laughs) for some reason i don't know she's very like very emotionally cut off, kind of, especially for somebody who's going into online, trying to do well, they, online they, dating. They explained and, that in the episode that she moved around a lot when she was a kid, so she protects herself by not wanting to fall in love. Oh, right, of course. So uh, she 
does online dating. <laughs> no, no, that's not how they met. Oh. They met because she went to that office and he saw her and was sure. I thought she yeah, was there she for pro- the, at the office because she was oh, doing right. like a survey or, you know. Yeah. Like, well, she had done about- it and didn't like it, I think. Right. Yeah, even so. She even, signed up for online Whatever. I, I guess I agree with the characters are bad, but I do think the actress is, is fun that plays Z. Okay, well, I gave it a D. I gave it a C. D plus. All right. All right, Pat. You haven't really <laughs> varied very much in our ratings. Yeah. No, I know. It's surprising. I Well, I think we Mysteries will. Mysteries of Laura, you guys. At some, oh, that's true. Viv, give it an, an A. A show. A show. <laughs> <laughs> now we go to another A show. Uh, wait, is it Seinfeld? Uh, Mulaney, which uh, is about a stand-up comedian and his, his life with his wacky friends and really stupid show that was terrible and everyone should hate it. I think everyone does hate it from what I've read. Yeah. Um, I, think, I, I think Fox cut the order. Or they did. They yeah. Cut yeah, they're not making as many episodes. People compare it to Seinfeld for a good reason because it, it's, it's definitely based on Seinfeld. Like, they took a lot of ideas from it. But what they also compare his acting to Seinfeld's acting. But the thing is, Seinfeld's acting was bad, but he was always likable. Yeah. Mulaney has not been likable. He's a I, little smug. Yeah. Here's here's what I don't get. Like, people talk shit about Jerry Seinfeld's acting, but it worked for the part, what he did. Uh, It was funny. Yeah, I have no problem with it. Mulaney, John Mulaney is a funny guy, a good stand-up, but he can't act. He makes Seinfeld look like Olivier squared. Have you seen his stand-up? I have. I've seen seen clips, yes. Okay, so he is funny. funny. Um, I thought you're just basing it on him being a funny writer. Yeah, but no, no, I've seen... Because even the stand-ups in that episode, they were... Were not good. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, I, I assume he's not s- saving his A stand-up for this show. What, Why wouldn't he? probably smart. Is the sitcom paying him more than anything? Yeah, this is... Yeah, this I guess is that's true. Money. Um, yeah, no, it's... He's, he's not even acting so much as he's yelling and going wildly over his his line readings are bizarre like they it doesn't even sound like acting it sounds like somebody yelling at a stand up crowd even when he's not doing the stand up bits it's it's all over the place and it's horrible horribly not funny i do like martin short as his boss Mar- well martin short is <laughs> excuse me martin short is built to play like broad comedy and he does it here so it's like not not that much of a shock, but yeah. I feel bad for him being stuck in this show. Yeah. I feel bad for everybody being stuck in this show. Like <laughs> Nassim Pedrad, who plays his friend, is like some kind of like it's another one where it's like a step back for women roles where she's like She's a stalker. Yeah, she's a crazy stalker. Like she can't get over this relationship like to the extent that I I know it's done because like they're overdoing it for comedy, but it just makes her seem like a, a very desperate and uh, pathetic character. Like, it's not appealing at all. Well, the, the problem is when you overdo it for comedy, you really have to be funny. Okay, hold on, Pat. You are... Your sound is all fucked up. Say something. Say problem, Scientology. Scientology. <laughs> okay, you're, you're back. Okay. The, the, uh, did you hear what I said? It was really important. Uh, kind of. The problem is that if you're going to over like overdo something, you have to actually be funny. Yes, and no, exactly. And there's nothing funny about this show. Uh, this is the worst show of the season, in my opinion. 
I, 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 it's bad. I, I still think that uh, Viv's favorite show is the worst. Mysteries of Laura. It's yeah. Wow, I mean, come on. How can you compare though? I mean, yeah, they're, they're both just awful. Um, I think, I think part of the problem is I was not. Well, I wasn't excited about Mysteries of Laura either, but when I saw commercials for Melania, I didn't have high hopes. Mysteries of Laura, I just thought, oh, it'll be a typical mystery show. Maybe have a little few funny lines. I'll probably it'll just be late, but it was just so bad I couldn't even watch it. But Melania, it didn't surprise me how bad it was, I guess. No, it kind of, yeah, it did kind of look terrible from the get-go. Um, I, I have nothing to say about this anymore. You should not watch it. it there's no way it's going to last. It's the dads of this season. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. not as offensive as dad's, but it's bad. Yeah, no, true, it's not. Uh, your grade, Pat? F. F? F. All right. And uh, next up, oh, see, this is the one Pat should have started with, but we'll give it to you, Viv. Oh, um, oh no, yeah, this is, this should have been all Pat. Uh, this is, uh, The Flash on the CW. The only I... CW show we watched uh, yeah. Because of Pat, mostly. Yeah. Um. Oh man. I. Let's I, just I let Pat really, talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, please. Barry Allen. Uh, I don't know what he is. CSI detective or CSI technician for. I forget the name of the city. Central City. Do you guys remember? I don't remember. It's anyway, he, he. He's not in it. Uh, he gets struck by lightning, and gains superpowers, and. Uh, he is able to run really fast. And he works with the guy from Low and Order, Detective from Low and Order, and the guy from Mike and Tom Eat Snacks. And it's a fun show. <laughs> uh, a short version, it's the it's a show based on the DC comic series The Flash. Yes. And I don't, from what I understand, I don't, I've never read that comic book, so I don't know a lot about the character. From what I understand, they, I think the only thing they've done is made the the Barry Allen character younger. But other than that, it's pretty similar to how he's always been portrayed. So another another superhero show, um, uh, yeah, it's I had some problems with it. I find the the main character again, same with the dude in Gotham, very bland. Like he looks, I expect him to show up at my door with some Mormon literature or something. Um, I expect him to announce that he's Tobey Maguire's brother. That could be too, yeah. Um, and and the corn factor was pretty high, even for a. Uh, even for a superhero show, like it, it, it was kind of very comic booky. Yeah, I, I think part of that is to be a reaction to the show that comes before. I don't know if it shows the same night, but Arrow is a very dark, non-comic booky show, and you see the character in this show, and that yeah, he makes pretty an much the, the the worst scene of the show where they they talk to each other. Yeah, it was it says something. You told me to wear a mask. You should too, and whatever is just really cheesy. But I think. I think on purpose they made the show more light and more comic booky than Arrow just to have a counterpoint. Yeah, I could see it. Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's <laughs> the the cheese factor was high for me, so it's I always have a problem with that. But I don't know where the show's going to go. I don't know what they're doing with the Tom Cavanaugh character, but I'm intrigued by it, and I really like Tom Cavanaugh, so it's good to see him getting work. Yeah, what was That's your his name? Right? Tom? Yeah, Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. Okay. I gave it a B. Oh, uh, I gave it a I gave it a B as well. Viv, I gave it a B minus. Yeah, that, I I think I'm gonna switch mine to a B minus too. I think that's more. I just yeah. think I'm I'm not the demographic at all for that show. Yeah, I think and I think a problem for the pilot is that they 
I think it seems like a lot of action show pilots do this. It doesn't seem like comedies or, or regular dramas do it, but they try to stuff too much to one episode. Yeah. It was like they yeah. tried to tell this whole story and they also wanted to tell you about his relationship with the girl and all this other stuff. Right. If you get the do that, whole make... story set up. Like, yeah. And then move <laughs> from there. Yeah. That was a little a little I think the episodes after that are better with not stuffing too much into the story. So yeah, it was I, I could see people not liking the pilot especially, but yeah, anyway. and it's it's really not it's not fair. I mean, well, in the case of like something like Mulaney or or um, Mysteries of Laura, you you can judge by the pilot, but right. a, a lot of times pilots are you know that's what pilots are to set everything up, so they're not the best gauge of how good the show is. But yeah, you, but you can tell if you're going to like it or not. You can tell if it's made for you. Like like this is made for comic book people and teens. Yeah, exactly. And it and they're, they're going to have the dramatic, the romantic angst between him and the right. Basically, he wants to date his sister. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, on the level, on that level, it works. I think it's, you know, for the comic book fans, I don't see why they would not like this, so. Um, I I assume there are actual living, breathing fans of The Flash. Okay, uh, next up, Marry Me, which is another romantic comedy sitcom. I uh, thought they were going to have a question mark and have it called Marry Me. Man, they did that joke on uh, Comedy Bang Bang. I know, I liked it. Oh. <laughs> um, with uh, Casey Wilson, and why am I blanking on his name? Ken Marino. Ken Marino. from The great Ken Marino from The State and uh, Veronica, Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. And Party so Down. Party Down, uh, Children's Hospital, yeah. So it's got the pedigree. I think this was created by the creator of Happy Endings. Do you guys know? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's Who's neat. Who's married to Casey Wilson. Who's married? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's it's about these people, uh, this couple who gets in, they get engaged in the first episode. So you know, it's, and and move in together. You know, plan to move in together. So it's it's about them, and uh, and she has two uh, two fathers, one of whom is played by Tim Meadows, who is I don't know I I didn't like him on Saturday Night Live and now I just find him hilarious and everything so uh, I like seeing him uh, good cast this is the one I gave an A minus to because I feel like it has potential to be it's like it like Parks and Rec does I feel like it could be get up to that level I think realistically it's a B show right now but I just like the I like the actors so much yeah um and it's not of these romantic comedy sitcoms, it's by far the best one, um, best written and and. Uh, not... Unlike the other romantic comedies, it actually has comedy in it. This made me laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it made and, me laugh. And, so. And this is based on that that terrible opening to the show where she. Yes. Like, I mean, based on that, I thought it was. I if I could have easily turned it off there, and I think it would have been fair because it was so stupid. Where he's she's saying all these awful things, and, and it's he's like, "Turn party. around, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, surprise party," and yeah. Um, but it it grew from there and got better. And has isn't it got the the one friend, the guy from Broad City? Yeah, yes. yeah, the dude. From, have you seen Broad City yet, Pat? I've, yeah, it's really funny, and yeah, I'm now I'm regretting not getting the tickets for the live show because it's sold out now. Oh. But it was uh, it's a, it's fantastic. I didn't watch the whole season yet, but I I watched most of it, and I I told my I told my niece I, I want you to watch this show, and I want you to emulate these characters. <laughs> 
everybody should emulate those characters. <laughs> and then she, I was like, well, what do you mean? I said, like, well, you know, they try to get away from working as much as they can. She's like, well, I already do that. And I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's got him. It's got a great cast. And, and as you said, aside from that very gimmicky sitcom-y opening scene of the first episode of the pilot, um, it it's good. Like it's it, funny. But it's it it's fighting that gimmicky sitcom stuff. Like the second episode or the third episode, I forget which she's living her in her car for most of the episode. Right. And it's so stupid, but it's still funny. It so works, it, yeah. It's it I, it's not it doesn't make you wince. Right. The way right. they do it. That's the thing. It's it's written well, I guess, and and the actors are good enough to pull it off. Um so yeah, that was my A minus. Well, I, I, I don't know if it has as much room to grow as you think. I think it'll stay a B show, a very funny show, but I don't think it'll ever be up to it. It just, I, I just don't see a romantic comedy sitcom getting to be like good, like Parks and Rec or Brooklyn Nine Nine, because there's just not enough to write. Yeah, but they might I kind of feel that way too. Like I don't, I can't see where this is going with all the characters and stuff because all the. Um, all the friend characters and even the parents are all kind of, you know, there for the two main characters. They don't really have their own story, but they might not get, yet, you know, but they might get, I mean, that you could say the same thing about Parks and Rec in the beginning too. You know, it might, it might get to where it's more of an ensemble show. Yeah. yeah so. But Parks and Rec was built as an ensemble. They had all the other characters there already and marry me. The, the whole focus of the show isn't, isn't this, their job or isn't it's their relationship so anything that's written is going to be written about how they react to those two i guess i I don't know maybe i'm just i'm pinning my hopes on it because it was the only good sitcom of this tv season yeah um the only one that made me laugh once even you know yeah this this one made me laugh a lot more than me i laughed at selfie and i uh, I, la- I definitely laughed at some episodes of Blackish, but not not nothing close to Marry Me. Marry Me is the funniest is is the funniest funny show of the, of the season. Yeah, on purpose funny. So wait, what was your grade? A B. I gave it a B. Viv. I gave it a B too. Okay. All right. Um, and the final show of the season. Uh, oh, Pat, perfect for you to talk about. Constantine, a uh, guy who fights demons, and isn't it Constantine? Oh, Constantine, the guy who fights demons. He's a demon fighter. That's about all I know. And he, this first episode, he finds an old friend's daughter and saves her from demons. And apparently the show was written that this, this daughter was going to be a main character and help him find things to do. And then after they, this, they put the show together, they decided they didn't want to do that. So they rewrote it. So she leaves and just gives him a map of places to go. And there's yeah. going to be another secondary character. Yeah, it was very weird. She just abruptly was gone. Because... And it was the only thing they changed is when she sees the crime, she wants to leave. Where I watched and expected she saw the crime and oh, I have to stay to help. But no, she decided to. So they changed that instead of her saying, "I'm going to stay and help. I have to leave. I can't get around this." And that didn't make any sense to me. So that did not help the show. No, and he's yeah, he's an exorcist, but he was also, I, I don't know, he has powers. I don't think so. I think he just knows the like the whatever phrases gets rid of demons. Like but the very last the shot of the show was a bunch of thugs coming out of the woodwork to get him, and his hands catch fire. Well, he put he put like uh, kerosene on his hands, and maybe he lit that Zippo he's always carrying around. And, and <laughs> oh, okay. Who knows? I don't know. It was not. 
it was not i'm glad i've never read the comic book because if i had i'd probably really hate this show but as it is it was just okay yeah it was kind of a mess uh, because yeah. i when the when the woman who ends up leaving when she first appeared on screen um and like some demons are are attacking her you know and all this shit, there's no tension because just one look at her you're like oh yeah she's too pretty to die she's going to be <laughs> one of the main characters but then she ends up leaving anyway so it's very weird and jarring and but how uh, cool would it have been if they just had the car run over because you wouldn't have expected that well exactly that's well and that's a problem with it it's kind of everything is kind of expected and i don't know I, there's stuff about the the character in the comic book from what i understand that they're talking about getting rid of like he smokes he's like a heavy smoker so i don't know if he's gonna have him have him smoke on tv and he's bisexual i don't know if they're gonna have that on tv so yeah we'll see how the show goes does he say love every other word in the uh in the comic book? <laughs> I've never read it. I just read about it. Also, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. I, I I have to say, I find the this actor seems to kind of overdo it with the with his characterization of this person. I, I don't know. I also think the actor doesn't stand out enough. Uh, right. He yeah. doesn't, you know, stick in my mind. As yeah. A main yeah. character. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it was... Kind of, yeah, kind of a mess and kind of all over the place. And uh, I was very confused watching this first episode. I and I don't think it, you're confused because it was complicated. I think you're confused because it wasn't put together well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, there was like no explanation for a lot of things. Yeah. Eh, it was, you know, if I for for supernatural dramas, I'll stick with Sleepy Hollow. I'll stick with Grimm and Sleepy Hollow. Grimm is a lot better than this too. It comes right before it. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen. Oh, this is another Friday night show, huh? Yeah. Oh, weird. It's so weird that they do original programming on Friday nights to me. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I, I am going to mention, even though I was told not to, we did not watch Christella, which is another Friday night sitcom. But uh, I, I did catch, Pat saw the commercial, and we saw about 20 seconds of an episode flipping through channels. And uh, that was all we needed to know. It's It fits in with the uh, Friday night sitcom ABC lineups of the past, like, uh, family matters and all that. It I I have an, a feeling it's very it unlike Blackish it uses race in a very bad way, um, and that's just based on the little clip I saw where uh, somebody mistook her for a maid, the main character, and and this other lady played along because she wanted to appear rich. So we didn't watch Cristela, but uh, we all give it an A. Yeah, we all give it an A plus. Um, but Constantine. Um, I give it a C. I gave it a C as well. C minus. Yeah, that's fair. So we were all pretty close. I guess I... I I'm was... surprised because you talked about how terrible this season was. I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad, but we still kind of came on the... I guess the fact that I gave nothing an A yeah. shows that it really wasn't that good of a season. Yeah, but... yeah. you not giving anything an A was is surprising. I, <laughs> and like I said, I, I realize that Marry Me is, is a B show right now. Maybe a B plus. But you um, wanted to give something sitcom. an A. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like I don't know, I was so disheartened by the whole season. I was like, "Oh yeah. shit, here's something that that I can say I like without shame, you know?" <laughs> because, you know, I'm a little bit ashamed of of liking uh, uh how to get away with murder. But I don't think there's any shame in that. No, I guess not. But, but I, I there I is think... shame in, in liking uh Mysteries of Lara. But... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, man. That yeah. Is... Great show, guys. That's it's gonna be the breakout hit. The kids were your favorite part, huh? <laughs> uh, 
Oh man. So well, that's our that's our full preview. It was pretty pretty terrible. Oh, fun. Overall. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it is like I do kind of like in a weird way watching all the shows just to see them. You know, just the pilots yeah. at least. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, I don't like the fact that there's so many bad sitcoms because I love sitcoms and it stinks that there's, I was thinking the other day, uh, first I was like, there's none, but Modern Family is still good enough to like look forward to, but there's, that's it. Mar- Modern Family, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Parks and Rec and Parks and Rec is on hiatus. There's not really a lot of good sitcoms out right now on network TV. Nope. No. Um, stinks. The Goldbergs is actually watchable. I don't know that i would say really? it's a great sitcom by any i tried stretch, it last but... year it's so terrible I, that's surprising to me yeah it's i mean how many episodes did you watch you I just watched tried like one the first two did it get better after I that i think it's gotten better but it's not yeah. like i said it's not it's something to watch that you you know it's a it's a king of queens type show yeah I'll Basically, try that's always our standard for that kind of thing jeff garland is enjoyable so yeah, it's it's not. Trust me, it's not great, but it's it's watchable. I don't trust you. I think it's great. All right. It should win Oscars. Binge it. It should be such a good TV show. They give it an Oscar. Um, yeah, that's so that I think the one that I tuned out on the most watching was Scorpion, where I was just like, all right, I I don't fucking care what's happening. I can I can like do something on the internet and come back in two minutes is not going to be make any more sense or be any better. Um, I, I found I thought, that one really painful to sit through. Yeah. I, I, I just found it inoffensive, inoffensively terrible. Mysteries of Laura is the one that was painful for me. Mysteries of Laura was, no, it was super. That's what I'm saying. Mysteries of Laura was super painful, but I had to watch it. Like I had to focus on it because it was so fucking terrible. Like Scorpion was just so, okay. eh, I was like, yeah. yeah, whatever, man, it's terrible. But, I don't care enough to even like hate it, you know. I see, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's recommendations. get to recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. Um, let's let our guest go first. Viv, what do you got to recommend? Um, I am recommending uh, the affair on Showtime. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I've seen two episodes, and they're both. It's very. It's a very interesting story. I think, and and it'll keep me. It's enough to keep me watching. It's um, Dominic West McNulty from The Wire plays oh. uh, the husband who has an affair with a waitress uh, played by Ruth Wilson. Yeah, I think from, her name from Luther. From Luther, who played Alice on Luther. Um, and Dominic West's wife is Maura Tierney, who I always love. Yeah. Oh, from ER. Yeah. <laughs> Or yes. news radio, if <laughs> if you're nasty. Sorry, go ahead, Viv. Yeah, um, and they're recounting the story of their affair like separately to at the beginning uh, to a detective, a police detective. So Who was you know, on? oh, King of Queens. Yeah, he was uh, the black friend on King of Queens. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. Most recently from the Verizon commercials. Oh, okay, <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, so you know some kind of crime has occurred but you don't know you have no idea what it is so so far the story is just them separately recounting how they met and how their affair started and you kind of see the different the differences in their story of how they met and how this whole thing started between them yeah it's kind of very rashomon ish that sounds cool yeah yeah, yeah. 
I, it's definitely uh, something I would want. I want to keep watching. Oh, and it's created by someone who worked on House of Cards. Oh, oh. well, and it's also got uh, also from the Wire. Um, oh, it plays McNulty's father-in-law. Is oh, god damn it! What was his character on the Wire? Do you, I I cannot remember. I know I can't remember. The uh, Rawls. Rawls. Yeah, Lieutenant Rawls or Captain or whatever. Who's yeah. also on Gotham? Yeah, he is. Who does he play on Gotham? He plays the the old school kingpin, the guy who was like listening to the ear. Oh, the that t- guy! I like yeah. that guy. Yeah. So wire alum all over. What's I it? because I think one of the producers worked on like Homicide and uh, Treme and. Oh no yeah. shit! Mm-hmm. Oh cool! Yeah, I I recommend that one too. It's it's very good. Um, I'm going to recommend just reissued on vinyl. But also uh, reissued digitally and remastered a uh, Sleater Kinney catalog. Uh, and Sleater Kinney is reforming and putting out a record in January. Are they? That's yeah. cool. And I didn't be... know about that. I yeah, they're touring. So uh, the always great Sleater Kinney, Viv and I have seen them live a ton of times and they're always good. And uh, they were all, they're one of the great, one of the great bands uh, of our time. So I recommend getting the Sleater Kinney catalog uh remastered pat i recommend big hero 6 i got to see an advanced screening and it is the new disney animated movie and it's really hello god damn it hold on sorry about that so okay go ahead pat big hero big 6. hero 6 it's uh the Dis- new disney animated movie it's on a Pixar level. It's really good. It, it reminded me a lot of The Incredibles, and it's it's a, a bit more focused towards kids, but not in a way that adults wouldn't enjoy. It's well-written, really, really coolly designed, and a lot of fun all the way through. There's no there's no parts where it kind of drags, and there's no... Yeah, really good for, for a very good action animated movie, so I recommend it highly. So will you answer the question that everybody who hasn't seen it has is, why is it Big Hero 6? Uh, because there's six members of of the team. Oh, okay. I guess that explains it. It's based on I I I don't remember. It's based on a Marvel comic book that was an obscure Marvel comic book, and I think they they took the characters and but they didn't take the story, so they made their own story. Oh, okay. But they, they wanted to use previous for whatever reason they wanted to use previous uh, stuff. I don't I don't know why they bother when they change everything, but and it's not like Big Hero Six is huge here, so. But anyway, yeah. that, that's where the name comes from. So it's not like a Leonard Part Six, where it's just a big no. lie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. That it's a six again because that Leonard is what everyone brings up when they talk about the movie. Oh, do they? <laughs> I've seen that a couple times. Yeah. Have you seen Leonard Part Six? Nope. I can't recommend it. I saw it when I was a kid. The only thing I remember is some some car was attacked by frogs. <laughs> You're thinking of Mag- Magnolia. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so maybe Leonard Tom Cruise are very similar. They're both rapists. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I guess that does it for this week. N- next week, we'll be doing uh, our Prince episode, I think, finally. Uh, a Prince episode with no music included in the episode, because we don't want to be sued for fair use by Prince's team of lawyers. But, uh, yeah, th- I, that's the plan for right now, is the new... The two new Prince albums versus Purple Rain. So, uh, you want to do the thing, Pe? Oh, uh, like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or just 
any reason at all. And, uh, oh, for advice. And that's about it. All right. Well, thanks to you, Viv, yes. for coming on. Yes, thanks a lot. You were great. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, I'll see you in a couple seconds when I walk out in the other room. <laughs> and, uh, Pat, I'll talk to you next week. So until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.